Well, good morning and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you big book study. My name is Anita J and I am a recovered compulsive overeater. And today is Tuesday, April 16th, 2019. And this is the 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time meeting. So today we're reading from the big book and we are on page 20. The second paragraph, which begins, it's the purpose of this book, and we'll be reading one paragraph only and commenting on it. Today's readers are for the 12 steps, Stacy T, 12 traditions, Nancy H, and readers of the text are Liz V and Allison L, and our backup in case, quotes, is Renee A. The share ID numbers for yesterday, Monday, April 15th, for the 7 a.m. meeting is 12,782, 12782. And for the 10 a.m. meeting, it's 12,784, 12784. Newcomer greeter this morning is going to be Jody E.Q. and followed by the 8 a.m. host, Leslie M. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who through shared experience, strength, and hope are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose, OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. The vision for you, big book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. So saying that, I will now ask Stacy T to read OA's 12 steps. Good morning, Anita. Thanks for your service. This is Stacy T, recovered in Cleveland. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, were entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. 
9. Made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. 10. Continued to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. 11. Sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood Him, praying only for knowledge of His will for us and the power to carry that out. 12. Having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all of our affairs. Thanks for letting me do service. I pass. Thanks so much, Stacy T. And I'll now ask Nancy H. to read OA's 12 Traditions. Good morning. This is Nancy H. from Massachusetts, a grateful, recovered, compulsive overreader. The 12 Traditions. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon our OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. 11. Our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. And 12. Anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you for your service, and thank you for letting me do service. I pass. Thanks so much, Nancy H. Uh, How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we're discussing, and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify is compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass. Then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. So today we uh, resume our study of the big book and we are on page 20. And we are reading the second paragraph only, which begins, it's the purpose of this book. And um, 
I will ask, I have already asked uh, Liz V to share with us. Thanks, Anita. It's Liz V, recovered in North Carolina. It is the purpose of this book to answer such questions specifically. We shall tell you what we have done. Before going into a detailed discussion, it may be well to summarize some points as we see them. I am um, really grateful for this book. Um, before I came to, um, before I got recovered, I had been in program about 20 years. And the big book for me um, had been mostly a reference book. I read, we read a couple chapters at the beginning of the meetings, and I would um, obviously learn the prayers from it. But I had not used it as a book for instruction specifically <laughs> um, until I was on this road. Um, and it really did change my life looking at it as a book to be followed exactly. Um, before, my program was a lot about tools. And um, I, I thought if I just used the tools, I would recover um, but in the last two and a half years or two years or so, um, the big book reminds me over and over that for this recovered compulsive overeater, I have to have a relationship with a power greater than myself. I have to be entirely abstinent and I have to carry the message to others. Um, and those three things, along with obviously a ton of other things, are were sort of foundational to this something different <laughs> to enable me to get something I have never gotten. Um, and I'm so grateful today to have that information, um, that it's all there in the big book. Um, it was never going to be found in, you know, other people. I looked for it in sponsors. I looked for it in putting up chairs, you know, doing all the service, being in a group rep. Um, I looked for it in many other ways, but really the big book lays it out exactly. Um, so I'm going to keep coming back. I pass. Thanks. Anita J. Anita J. Star one to unmute. Oh, I, and I was so eloquent. Oh. Of <laughs> that, I'm sure. Of <laughs> that, I'm sure. Thank you. Oh, humility, thy name. All right. I, I, we're going to now um, share on what was read. And if you haven't shared the last two times we met, please, um, on this 7 a.m. meeting, please give me your name. Harlan G. Madam. Harlan. Tina S. Harlan. Wait a minute, guys. Kelly. Please. I got you, Matt, but wait a minute. Kelly, Matt, and Tina. Okay, hold on now. That's enough, guys. Barbara. All right. I think that I've got some missing, but I, I'm amazed at who I have here. <laughs> um, I have Harlan and Kelly and Matt and Tina and Barbara and Nancy H and Nancy P. And that's 
for the first batch is amazingly good. So, All right, Harlan, good morning to you. Good morning, Anita. Thank you for your service. I'm Harlan G. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in Scottsdale, Arizona. Through the magic of turning pages, if you want to, come back with me to the forward to the first edition on page XIII or 13 in Roman numerals. And what do we see? We see a sentence in the forward to the first edition in the very first paragraph, to, and it says, to show other alcoholics precisely how we have recovered is the main purpose of this book. Now, on page 20 that we read today, it asks the question in the previous paragraph, what do I have to do? And the sentence that answers that question is in the paragraph we read this morning. It is the purpose of this book to answer such questions specifically. We shall tell you what we have done. In other words, we're going to demonstrate for you what we have done before going into a detailed discussion. It may be well to summarize some points as we see them. So we have to show other alcoholics, to answer such questions specifically, and then on page 45, through the magic of turning pages, we find the thesis line of the big book right here, and it says here in the paragraph that begins, well, that's exactly what this book is about. And then the next sentence is the thesis line of the big book. It says, it's referring to the book, main object is to enable you to find a power, capitalized, greater than yourself, which will solve your problem. So let's summarize. We have the main object of the book is to help me find a power greater than myself, which will solve my problem. The main object of the book is to answer such questions specifically. And the main object of the book is to uh, demonstrate to others how we have recovered. Are these consistent things? Of course they are. Of course they are, because in demonstrating to others, in answering questions specifically, this will aid and abet me finding that higher power through step 12, and after having had a spiritual awakening as the result of the steps in, in the presence of abstinence, I'm going to find that higher power. And if I have any semblance of, of, of sanity... I'm going to take these three sentences, these three instances, and say, if the main object of this book is to help me find a power greater than myself, answer such questions specifically, and demonstrate to others what this is about, that better be the, the main purpose of my life. It better be the main purpose of my life, or I'm not going to recover. So it couldn't be more clear, it couldn't be more consistent. What it's telling me is, if this is the main object of the book, I'm going to try the best I can to live that way. And for 20 plus years, I have not found it necessary to compulsively overeat, and I have done so happily. And with that, I will pass. Thank you, Anita, for your service. Thank you, Harlan. Kelly S., and then it'll be Madden. Morning, Kelly. So, hey, good morning, everybody. Kelly S., recovered compulsive overeater in Oklahoma. Um, so, Harlan, of course, said some of the things I wanted to say. <laughs> but let me say it again. So, um, 
you know, I've shared before on this line that I've been around for years, and I'd had many of these uh, books, these big books, and uh, when I started listening to you guys and you said, well, you just got to follow the instructions in the big book, I seriously was like, um, I don't know what the heck y'all are talking about because there's no instructions laid down in the big book. I've got like four of them. I've read it. I've been to many a studies. I've been Miss OA here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Not that, that means a lot, but anyway, um, there's no instruction, you know. You have to have those booklets, those little booklets that have all the questions in them. But, you know, I was desperate, kept listening, and, um, and, and followed along in the big book. And guess what? There are instructions. And this, this line here, it is the purpose of this book to answer such questions specifically. So it's going to tell us exactly, line by line, how to work this program, how to get through these steps. And... Um, you know, there's no more like, well, I don't know what to do. Yeah, I can just read this book book with somebody in this program, a recovered person, and then I recover somebody else. And then the thing I love the most is I used to whine around all the time in life. Why isn't there an instruction manual for life? I came in when I was 16, stuck around since I was 20. I'm 56. I've had an instruction manual. I just didn't know it. I needed you guys, my Ebby, to show this to me again. I mean, it tells us black and white, basically on pages 85 and 85, 85 through 88. I'm not good with pages like Harlan, but to exactly how to live this life from the minute I wake up till the minute I go to bed and everywhere in between. And basically, it's all about, as, as Harlan said, about getting out of self. Because when I came in this program and he talked about that um, sentence in 45, that thesis sentence, I was like, when the heck did they put that in there, right? I thought we were just coming in to get abstinent, get our eating under control. I had no idea that I had a spiritual malady. So I certainly didn't know the solution was to get this higher power and get out of self, you know, it tells us selfishness and self-centeredness are the root of my problems. So the whole point of this is to get other centered. I'm getting a higher power to deal with what problem? My living problem. And I'm wrapping up here with this. And then I have a manual from the minute, like I said, so no more. I don't know what to do. Yes, I do. I put the food down 100%, black and white. I get busy working the steps. I carry the message. I show people there's a higher power. It works. Don't give up. So grateful I didn't give up, and I'm walking with you guys. Glad to be here. Thanks, Anita, for your service. Thanks, Kelly. Yes. I think somebody is unmuted who's clearing their throat. It's not I. I just wanted you to know. And I don't think it's Matt. Good morning, Matt. You are up. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Anita. Thank you for your service. Good to hear you. On it, Matt I'm a compulsive overeater calling in from New Jersey. Um, I just wanted to share briefly because I'm not really eloquent like a lot of other people on the line, but I just want to share my experience. Um, my sponsor has guided me now that I'm on step 12 and working the program, and um, hopefully I'll be sponsoring soon once I finish working through the book with him. I've started calling newcomers, and I've gotten a lot out of that because it's given me a way to share some of the experience I've gained just by being giving by sharing my story. I'm not trying to sound like a know-it-all anymore. I'm not trying to sound like I, I have all the answers. But I'm just sharing my experience. And now when I talk to newcomers, I sh- I ask them when I hear something that when I hear something that disturbs me or I hear something that I, I need to say, I say, can I make a suggestion or is there something? Can I share my experience with you about something? Because I actually caught a newcomer and she asked me a few questions and she told me like you know people have been telling her to just give her food to God and do all this other stuff. And I was like, you know what? My experience was that it's nice and all to like give your food to God, but I have to have some clear boundaries around my food for me. And I'm just sharing. I was just sharing. So I just shared my experiences, and I shared where the where the recovery is. I shared the recovery is in the big book. It's a it's a sign 
It's showing me how to live a healthy, happy, joyous, and free life. And it's a set of instructions that gives me a new life. And uh, that's I, I find big book meetings are the best things to go to. And uh, she she's really new. She's only been in three weeks. And she said, you know what, you're right. And I said, you know, I was only sharing what I've learned. I've been in the rooms for a while, but I finally started to get something. Something clicked finally. I don't know what it is. I can't explain it. But, you know, I finally feel like I'm getting somewhere with my life and I'm getting somewhere in this program because I finally surrendered to the fact that I don't have all the answers. I'm not somebody who's like a guru or anything like that. I'm not somebody that has to be always the one telling everybody what to do. I'm really grateful for that. I'm willing to listen and be there for others rather than just being, oh, I know this, I know that. And um, I'm very grateful just for today. I could be one of many, just one, another bozo on the bus. And with that, I pass. Thank you. Hey, thanks so much, Madam. Good morning, Tina, and then it'll be Barbara E. Thanks so much, Anita, for your service. Tina S. Recovered Compulsive Eater, anorexic in Florida. Wow, some great shares this morning. So grateful to be on the line. And, you know, one of the things that I I love that was talked about, I think, by everyone is that, you know, that the purpose of this book, you know, and it answers questions specifically, but I have to follow direction. And, uh, and everybody shared about that. And I love it on page 45. First, it tells me what my dilemma is, and that's lack of power. And then it tells me how to find that power, you know, and, and through this book, through the instructions. Demon- and it says demonstrated. Love that. You know, what we have done, it shall tell you what we have done, not what we're saying, not what we think, but what we have done. And they're actually talking about the first hundred here, you know, so that we can follow what they did. To get what they got you know I just wanted to get this by sitting next to you and that's just the truth you know I thought well if I sit close enough to so-and-so who sounds so eloquent you know and actually I, I followed her around and, and she looks like she's doing pretty well in her life if I sit close enough and just take in what she's saying you know I'll be able to get this well that's not my experience in order to get this I got to do it and I love that the, the original sharer talked about you know if I want something different I got to do something different you know, and today I'm able to do that because having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, I've had a transformation, a psychic change that most times lets me think of somebody else besides myself so that I can carry this message to the still suffering compulsive eater who really needs a way out like I did and like was given to me. And with that, I'll pass. Thanks. Thanks very much, Tina S. All right. Good morning, Barbara E. And then it'll be Nancy H. Good morning, Anita, and thank you so much for your service. Well, what do I have to do? That's what this book reveals. It tells me I must give, give up everything I think I know and be opening to learn a new set, a new way of living. And in return, I'll become joyfully abstinent and neutral around my desire to volume eat and become a kinder, more tolerant, less selfish, angry, resentful, dishonest woman. It will tell me through their experiences how to achieve this miraculous goal. It tells me exactly what my problem is and what I have to do to conquer it. It also tells me it's not a one and done process and I'll be working on this new set of behavior skills and attitudes for the rest of my life and that I will want to, I will need to, pass the message forward and share it with others. And for me, a volume compulsive overeater, this program saved my life, literally. I was born a compulsive overeater, 
but as a teen, I started eating to ease the loneliness and guilt and my feeling of inferiority. I never felt good enough, smart enough. I was the only child in school whose father was dead, and I felt that somehow it was my fault. So I ate to fill the hole inside. I went on a lot of diets, and they all worked. I got to goal. I would arrive. I knew better. But I had the brain of an addict, so I always went back to the food. After all, I did not recognize that I had a broken brain when it came to food and that way of thinking. And I didn't like myself no matter what my weight said on the scale. I didn't understand how my friends could eat in moderation. Moderation was not a stop on my subway line. And even if I did manage to lose some weight, inevitably the day would come when I again went back to the gallon bag and box. I suffered from overeaters amnesia. I always forgot the consequences of these episodes. I would forget and eat more and more and get cocky and then repeat the defeat and humiliation of gaining all my weight back. As I said, no matter what the number set on my scale, nothing was right. After concluding that I was indeed broken and had no more fight left in me, that's just when my higher power stepped in and said, Barbara, you are ready to be introduced to OA and hear this message of hope and hear through the stories of others. And as I listened and reached out to others and worked the steps, abstinence ceased being the most important thing in my life. My goals changed to be a, being of service to others and focusing on being a loving, patient, thank you, tolerant and kind person at home. I'll just finish with this. When I got married, my mother said, promise me you'll live your life to the fullest. I now know she's smiling and saying, you got it, girl. Thank you, I pass. Thank you, Barbara. Nancy H, and then it'll be Nancy P. Good morning, morning, this is Nancy H, gratefully recovered in Massachusetts. I love this paragraph because it brings up all kinds of things that are in the big book, which I can't quote specifically the page, but it talks about it's the purpose of this book to answer what we have done. And they're going to tell us here, before they even tell us, they're going to go into specific points and, you know, to explain what happens to us when we pick up that first bite of, of addictive substances, to uh, what kind of alcoholics there are, and see if we fit into any of them. There's a, a myriad of um, wealth that they're going to give us before they give us exactly the detailed discussion of the steps. Um, before getting a direction, um, before going into the direction of the steps, in other words, they're going to not beat around the bush when it comes time to do that, but they're going to go into detail after they've told us what, what we can relate to, in other words. Um, and the way of life, you know, they're going to give us a way of life, not a way of uh, losing weight, not a way of uh, worrying about everything in life. They're going to give us a way of life so we can live free of that compulsion and we recover from a hopeless state of mind and body, as it says in the previous paragraph. Um, further on, at some point, they say uh, the purpose of all the stories in the back of the book tell us how each individual has established a relationship with a higher power. 
And that's the purpose of this book as well, to uh, eventually come to how we're going to get that higher power, how we're going to recover, how we're going to work the steps, how we're going to fit the program. We're not going to fit the program into our life, but to fit our life into the program. And this is a way of living for me that I'm so grateful for because right now I'm having uh, the the promises, you know, the the, uh, results of doing what they said in this book, of following it directly. Um, And I think I'll pass with that. Thank you. Thanks, Nancy H. Uh, Good morning, Nancy P., you are up. Hi, thanks for letting me share, Anita. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, this, um, you know, a little is a lot, less is more. This paragraph is a short little paragraph, but everybody's been so spot on. And I'm just going to jump on the bandwagon. You know, I, um, too, have been in this program for decades, decades and decades. And um, I couldn't get anywhere. I used to, some of the speakers said that she used it as a reference. I used to use it as like a paperweight. And I would admit, um, you know, like Bill said in the story, you know, he um, admitted that Jesus Christ was, you know, a good guy and, you know, neatly avoided everything else, you know, ignored everything else. And for me, you know, I felt very uplifted when I read this book, um, but it couldn't, didn't mean anything until I practiced it. But yet I couldn't practice it until I got to the point where I had to, I couldn't do anything else. And it, for me, it all starts with surrender. I didn't even know how to begin to practice. I didn't know anything, but it wasn't until I said, I cannot do this. I am absolutely beaten. And I mean beaten that I could even hear what anyone was saying. I had been to thousands and thousands of meetings and I had read this book hundreds and hundreds of times. I'd been through the big book step study crisis once before where I wrote a huge, you know, because less, because more is more, I had a 550-page fourth step. My big book that I've had since 1979 is, is completely covered with highlighter and notes, and, and none of it did anything for me until I surrendered. But once I surrendered, once I surrendered, it, the book became more than just uplifting. It became a way of life for me. And my life has gotten immeasurably better since I started practicing what it says, admitting all the things that I need to admit, reading all the prayers and taking them to heart and all the rest of it. So anybody who hasn't yet surrendered, my, you know, I always say, if it'll work for me, it'll work for you, but it all begins with surrender. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you for letting me share. Thank you so much, Nancy P. All right, I'm going to open it up again, and we are reading one paragraph only, page 20, and it's the second paragraph. Donna I I got Donna, but who were the first two? Anita B. Anita B. And and Judith. And there was a, what was it, um, was it Jason K.? Yeah, Jason K. Jason Rowena K. K. And Rowena K. All right, let's go with these five. I think I think we've got Donna G, Anita B, Jason K, Judith, and Rowena K. Good morning, Donna G. You're up. Hi. Good morning, and thank you for your service. This is Donna G. Grateful, recovering compulsive overeater in Pennsylvania, and um, I just felt led to share um, this morning that I'm so grateful for the miracle 
of this big book. And the miracle to me, a big part of the miracle is that the human beings who were involved in it coming into being were um, were touched in their hearts enough to share in a way that um, saved lives. It, it, it truly was a heroic act. It was a divinely inspired act, in my opinion. And it 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 uh, instead of saying, "Hey, we we got this. We know how how it works. Let's let's figure out how we can make money off of it." <laughs> Let's figure out how we can cash in. Um, they they gave it freely, and they um, they gave it specifically, and I'm so grateful for that. Um, I just it teaches me it teaches me um, about giving and about um, helping, literally to save lives by sharing the message. And um, I guess I would just you know encourage the newcomers to keep coming. Um, there's so many things to learn from this book, and that's what we do here. And I'm just grateful for it today, and I, I won't take up any more time. Just just wanted to express that gratitude for that miracle and um, the very heroic act of, of saving lives that they were willing to do and, and, and do it without, um, without anything in return. With that, I'll pass. Thanks. Thank you so much for sharing, Donna. All right, Anita B., and then Jason K. Hi, Anita. Thank you so much. Uh, I've been wanting to say this for a really long time, and when I read through this paragraph and listened to everyone share, I thought today would be most appropriate, and that is uh, I'm so grateful for this big book, for sure. It's, it's, um, it's transforming my life for what these people did, but I also am very grateful for everyone on this line who shares what they have learned from the people before them, which are teaching me so that hopefully one day I can teach someone else um, the directions, the directions in this book and the life that it gives you and how much it teaches me about myself and how selfish I really was, never thinking that was my description. Self, I always thought I was selfless, but I am selfish. And uh, I, I just am so grateful that every morning I can wake up and dial this number and just hear such recovery and gives me some hope and motivation to continue to recover. You know, I'm in the fourth step, just finishing that. And, uh, you know, I had to digest a lot of stuff about myself. And uh, just just hearing you guys just helps me so much. So I just I want to say how grateful I am and how thankful I am for this line. So that's all I have today. Thanks so much, Anita B. All right, Jason, and then it'll be Judith. Good morning, Jason. Good morning. This is Jason Kay, Recovered Compulsive Eater and Bulimic outside of Philadelphia. And... Um, you know, I, I got a hold of a big book when I was about 20 years old, and I'm, I'm pushing 40 now. And I read that book, and I remember feeling enthralled, and I remember staying up late and reading it. Um, there was some part of me at that time that wanted a spiritual experience and a spiritual awakening, and I was searching and seeking in different methodologies, but I got a hold of this book, and I remember I stayed up late into the night just reading it, and I could tell 
um, through some of the language and through some of the descriptions that it was pointing to a spiritual experience and that there were some special things in it. And um, for me, though, I didn't actually follow the directions. I didn't actually um, do what was outlined in the big book. It would have been like reading a guidebook about, you know, uh, exploring, you know, the Atlantic Ocean, but never getting in my car and going there. You know, I had some ideas. It seemed exciting. It seemed it seemed enthralling. But until I actually get in my car and drive and go and put my feet in that ocean, uh, I'm not going to experience the ocean. And so thankfully today, uh, I've done the steps and I've done the amends and I've done the fourth step. And I've followed these directions specifically. And what strikes me about this experience is, you know, back when I was uh, in my 20s, early 20s, and going to some programs, uh, some meetings, people weren't there talking about the big book, and they weren't saying, you know, come along, I'll show you the way, uh, I'll lead you, and I'll guide you. Um, for me, what makes this book come alive is um, having teachers, you know, having a sponsor and having co-fellows, you know, who've done this work. Because, you know, it's one thing to read a book and, and you know, to have a textbook. You know, if you think about going to school, you know, we don't just go to a class and get a textbook and we're, we're expected to learn. We need a teacher who's gone before us, who can explain what these words mean, who can direct us, who can uh, help us with our misperceptions and misconceptions. Uh, and even a teacher that uh, makes us believe it's possible, you know, to learn, to get this, to understand this. Um, so today I'm grateful for my teachers who have, um, you know, shown me the way, who, uh, my sponsor who brought me through this and, and the lineage I'm in of sponsors and co-fellows who are, are, are really doing this. And sometimes, you know, I think about this idea, we study the big book and, and I really think, you know, that's not the right word for it sometimes because, you know, we have an experience with the big book. We live the steps. We have this awakening and then we come back and we, we share it. You know, we we um, encourage others. We report back from our experience. You know, studying it seems to me academic. Uh, and I think what gives our message depth and weight is because we've, we've done this. You know, we've actually gone through and experienced the spiritual awakening. So thank God for a book that gives us precise and specific directions. And thank God for Bill Wilson and the first um, the first oh, hundred who wanted to put this down in paper and say, we're going to give you these precise, specific, clear-cut directions on the battle path. Thank you. Uh, Judith, you are up, and then Rowena Kay. Thanks, Anita Blue Jade. This is Judith R. in Vermont, recovered gratefully. We are going to tell you what we have done. We shall tell you what we have done. For 40 years in this program, I have loved the big book, but I didn't know how to do step four. I, Because the big book doesn't have the fourth column, on I think it's page 63, I didn't get what the purpose was. So I did the autobiography type. But the last few years, I've been hearing something phrased slightly differently than I, what I used to hear. What I used to hear and I used to say was, 
if you want what I've got, you have to do what I did. And I always loved that. But what I've been hearing now is so much more powerful. If you want what I've got, you've got to do what I do. It's not in past tense because once you learn to do step four, you are grafted onto the vine that knows how to do step 10. And for the rest of your life, you can do step 10. With that, I'll pass. Thanks. Thanks so much. Uh, Rowena Kay, good morning. Good morning. It's Rowena Kay from the United Kingdom. Uh, good morning. Thanks for letting me share. Um, yeah, I guess if I had to explain to somebody, you know, what what the directions mean to me and what, you know, what's worked for me is that it was about, um, you know, giving up my way of doing things. Um, and the first thing um, was to, you know, surrender the food. And the first thing I had to do was actually surrender the food um, stop trying to control it and you know and and accept that I was powerless over it um, and then you know going through the steps after that but um, today the, w- the way I have to work my program is by surrendering everything else you know surrendering my way of of doing things and <clears throat> luckily I don't have to do that alone you know um, and I couldn't do it alone it's just impossible because I'm an isolator and you know the th- Things that get me and keep me recovered are the outreach, you know, to my fellows in Sweden, in Ecuador, Minnesota, New York, Australia, and those are just the ones that I've spoken to in the last couple of days. Um, and as you know, for an isolator, it's really ironic that I've come out, you know, to almost uh, speaking to to people everywhere. Um, but I'm learning how to do things through doing the steps and through doing my step ten and <clears throat> seeing my parts in things, which is usually um, that I'm playing the director and that I'm acting, I'm sorry, reacting instead of, of acting. And I still react. Today I still do that, but, you know, I don't do it as much as I used to. Um, you know, I'm not as angry as I used to be. Um, and, you know, if there's one thing that I would say to somebody who didn't know how to do this, it would be to stay connected, you know, to people because that's, you know, the most important thing. And obviously people, you know, for me, my higher power shows um, himself through people in my life. Um, and I guess that's a relationship that I'm working on, the relationship with my higher power, because so far I, I can't honestly say that I have a, a direct connection, conscious connection with my higher power, but I'm connected to my fellows. And for now, for me, that's enough. Um, and um, that's about all I want to say. I'll pause. Thank you. Thanks very much, Rowena Kay. All right, we have time for a few more. Who else? Hi, Lisa C. Oh, just a minute. Who was the first one? I had Lisa. What was the other woman's voice? It was Naomi B. Oh, Naomi. All right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You have Lori one more? C. Lori C. Lori C. Yes. Oh, all right. Let's let's try these three. Maybe we'll even have more. All right, Naomi. Please go ahead. Can you hear me? Okay. 
Yes, thank you. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Anita. Good morning, family. This is Naomi B., a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater outside Philadelphia. Well, you know, if I sat here and, and spoke for the rest of today and tomorrow and so forth and so on, I, couldn't, I could not sing the praises enough of this book. And it wasn't always that case because on February 7th, 2011, I entered the first OA meeting and <clears throat> they handed me this book about alcohol and I thought, no, that's not going to happen. I'm, I'm fat and I want to lose weight and I don't drink. But then we started to read it and all was a matter of substituting one word for another. And then it had my name all over every single page. And I was so blessed because when we started to read, each each week we'd read a different chapter and then everybody would read a different paragraph. And, excuse me, when this big book was finally cracked open for me by a very learned person in the big book, it popped. It popped and... Everything, everything that I needed, everything, every answer that I needed in my life and handling life situations was in this book. And it's just amazing. The un- and as was so eloquently said earlier, the unselfishness of these writers of this book and the detail. And it just spells out simply, not a complicated textbook. I went through high school. I went through college. It's not it's not complicated. If we complicate it, then that's on us. But all the simple, loving directions are in this big book. And if you're new in program, it is so worth your time because you're worth us. And I thank you so much for allowing me to share. I thank you for this program, and I thank you for everyone on the line each morning because you are you are there for me. And I thank you, and I love you. Have a blessed day, and I pass. Thanks so much, Naomi B. All right, I, we have a Lisa and then a Lori. Hi, Lisa. good morning. This is Lisa C., and I'm calling in from Delaware. And um, today is a very special day for me. I'm celebrating day 30 of being abstinent. And um, this paragraph, you know, resonates with me because years ago when I lived in Arizona, I went to meetings. I liked, you know, the friendships that I made and it was good, but I wasn't really doing the work. I wasn't using the tools, but, you know, it had worked. And um, I moved back uh, to Pennsylvania four years later, and I kind of quit OA the way that I would, you know, quit Nutrisystem or Weight Watchers. And because I thought I had it, you know, I had lost the weight, I was feeling good, new job, new life. And then I started to not feel so good. And then the weight and the sadness and all of the mental um, obsession came back, I think even more so. And I was back to where I started. So reaching out to a friend uh, from OA from Arizona, um, he got me back on track and connected me with this call and I did get a sponsor and it was like amazing because she lives here in Delaware. And in the beginning, she actually questioned my commitment to the program. And that was a good kick, you know, to, to get me thinking about it because I was fitting the program, you know, when I could into my life. So, you know, I went away all weekend and I was probably, I dropped off the face of the earth. And, you know, at first I was like, well, geez, I was traveling. But you know what? This is the most important thing in my life. 
And I've learned to use the tools when I'm feeling, you know, about when I walk into Walgreens and it's Easter season and I'm assaulted with every sense to, you know, pick up the phone and make that call before I go down that path again. And, you know, even though I'm new and I'm just day 30 abstinent, I do get home health care. And a nurse was talking to me about a patient who, you know, is having a really hard time, had, you know, gastric surgery, is going back and everything. So I opened up and I talked about OA. And as a nurse, who sees a lot of patients, she actually said, can I see your book? Can I? So I shared with her the book of the way traditions in the big book. And like just seeing that maybe she can carry that message along. So, you know, I, I think about that and I, I'm less self-centered and what can I do for others, not just for, oh, poor me. So I'm really um, happy to be on this call and thank you for all the inspiration that I've gotten from dialing into these calls for the last 30 days. And uh, with that, I'll pass. Thank you. So happy to hear your share, Lisa C. Keep coming back. All Thank right, you. Lori C. Yes. Lori. Was there a Lori C? Okay. Well, we still have some time, folks. Who would who would like to share? One or one or two more? Anyone else? You can hear me, can't you? Yes, Anita, we can. Okay. Carolyn S.H.? All right, Carolyn, thank you. Please go ahead. Thanks, Anita. Um, I was hesitating because I shared on yesterday's 8 a.m. call, so just let me know if I shouldn't be sharing. Um, th uh, I This is Carolyn S.H., gratefully recovered in Massachusetts, and I'm setting my timer. Um, I, um, this paragraph, it's really, I think it's very cool that we only read like one tiny paragraph at a time and, and take it apart because um, otherwise, honestly, my, my brain would kind of skip over this paragraph. Um, and I've appreciated everything that everyone is saying. And, and um, the other day I was working with, with a, with a sponsee and, um, and she and we're in we're in step one, um, and she started talking about action, um, and I forget what she said, but but I remember saying, um, you know, you don't you don't have to figure out what to do. You're, the book's gonna tell us what to do. Like it's I'm so used to like I've gone through all of life trying to figure out how to solve my own problems, and it's only made things worse and worse and worse, and. Um, it's about following instruction and getting to a point where um, we have different guidance and, and we're available for different guidance. And I had to let go of, uh, of the food that was numbing, um, that was numbing my ability to listen. Um, and I appreciated what was said. Um, for, for me, this, this book is, um, is a map. It's a map to the solution. Like someone, um, I've heard said that it's not that this book is like 
the Bible where the answers are in the book, but it po- it points to the answer. It gets us, if we follow the instructions, or I found that following the instructions has led me to the relationship with a higher power that is the daily guidance I've always wanted um, and the peace that I've always wanted. Um, and that's all I got this morning. Thanks, Anita, for your service. Thank you so much, Carolyn S.H. We have time for one three-minute share. Barbara. All right, Maura, go ahead. Thank you. Thank you, Anita J., for your service. And if you could time me, please. I didn't get my timer set up quite yet. Yep. Thank you. It is the purpose of this book to answer such questions specifically. We shall tell you what we have done. Now, I am, how can I put this in a, in a, in a clean way? Um, I'm someone who thrives on structure. I like being told, this is how you do something. Now, I may figure out a better way to do it that suits me, and that's probably what I did when I first came into OA, is I was told, this is how you do this. And then I would say, well, I'm not exactly like them, so I think I'm going to do it this way, and we'll see how that works. Well, it might work for a little bit, but it sure didn't work for a long time because I was in and out of relapse. I mean, I don't know, nine years? And that is just not a fun place to be. It sucks, actually, in a word, Um, because binging sucked because I knew what it was like to be abstinent. But being abstinent sucked because I was just abstinent. I wasn't working the steps. So I was white-knuckling the abstinence. So it was just basically a continuation of my miserable existence before I came into OA. I mean, there were some periods of respite. There were some periods of happy, joyous, and free. But nothing, nothing that I could really hang my hat on to say, this is how you do it, Maura. This is all you have to do. Until I finally came to a meeting, a very healthy Overeaters Anonymous meeting, and they were talking about the solution. There is a solution. And it said to me, get open your big book. You know, the one on the shelf, it's all covered in dust. Get that big book down. Talk to someone in whom the problem had been solved and she or he will tell you exactly. They'll tell you specifically, as a matter of fact, what to do. She's going to tell me what she did. And it turned out that first person from this meeting was someone I knew from a previous meeting. And I heard her voice come across the meeting, and I thought, oh, my God, I know her. And I called her. And despite the three-hour time zone difference, because I'm on the east and she's on the west, she said, let's get started. And in the meantime, you look for another sponsor, because I already got 42 sponsors. You know, I'm exaggerating, of course. But I found another sponsor on this time zone, because that works better for me. And I'm recovered today, not because of the sponsor, but because the big book showed me how to find a spiritual awakening. And with that, I'll pass. Thanks so much, Anita. Thank you, Maura. All right, wonderful. Is that my imagination? This was a wonderful meeting. 
I want to thank everyone who shared today. And please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. So the share ID for this meeting we've just participated in is 12,787-12787. We will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. So Allison L., would you please read a vision for you for us? I sure will. This is Allison Al, Recovered Compulsive Eater in Ohio. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then. 